Hi everyone, welcome or welcome back to Pop Cult X, your go-to show for all things pop culture from a Gen X point of view. Uh, welcome back, Gabriel, to the show. He's um, he's still hanging in there with his his um, vocal issues, so so we'll say. But but welcome back, Gabe. Hope you're doing a little bit better. Um, and yeah, we're on episode 118. We a lot of things were going on in the world. Um, this past couple weeks, uh, but one that really stood out and Gabe, I think you mentioned this before we got on here, is the whole um, uh, ordeal or or stuff that went down in Montgomery in Alabama on the docks. Can you yeah, give us a little I, that's bit? That's like my my like newest obsession is watching the videos of what happened because I find it to be really fascinating um, circumstances. So for those of you that don't know, apparently there is was a a white family who had docked their boat. Um, in this river in Montgomery, Alabama, uh, African-American security guard told them to, you know, to move their boat because another boat needed to dock. They ignored him. Uh, I think he moved it for them or something to that effect. Uh, they got into their altercation and basically this group of white guys jumped this black African-American um, security guard just who was just doing his job. Yeah. and. Um, but the the like the plot twist was, you know, unfortunately, I think that that it had it ended at that a group of white guys jumping a black guy, um, we wouldn't have been that shocked. That's something that we see in this country quite often um, too much. Um, but the the plot twist was that a group of um, other black people jump joined in and basically helped defend him because he was getting jumped by this group of white guys and um they did so in such in such success that they um basically just kicked these people's ass i mean there at one point i think one guy gets a, a folding chair and like starts knocking people upside the head one guy like jumps actually off of a boat and like swims to the dock to try to help there was just people like appearing out of nowhere so um, a lot of controversy with it because people are saying the of course, there are people who are saying like you can't condone violence that, you know, regardless of what happened, you and and I to to that, I say, you know, that's bullshit. Um, it had had it been just another instance of like a group of white guys beating up this black man, a lot of people would have been silent about it. It wouldn't have been. Uh, a news story because that happens so frequently. Mm -hmm. um, but because they people came to his defense, um, I think a lot of people are celebrating it as a win. Excuse my voice. It's like cracking. Uh, and uh, that uh, that they came to his defense is, is seen as a win for society because we're, people are fed up with this kind of activity and with this with the same story, this the same storyline. Um, and so I, I can't stop watching the videos. I mean, it's it's humorous in the fact that um, these people wanted to start something and weren't able to finish it. And um, they were very entitled and they've, you know, basically fucked around and found out uh, what will happen. And, um, you know, there's this whole big talk about small towns and like you know how small towns stick together and i think that's a good example of a community coming together to protect one of their own and so i applaud that community for that um whether anyone wants to call it wrong 
because it's you know violence is is never right or whatever i i disagree with them in this case and i applaud them i just i think that it was a good thing in this case okay so I, I wasn't too familiar with it. So I just saw some of the memes that were going around that. And now yeah. your explanation makes the memes make more sense. Cause mm-hmm. there was a meme I saw with like the um, Avengers assemble, you know, the rings that the Wong and Dr. Strange make to make people appear. And then they had people stepping through them. And I was like, I don't get that. What does that mean? So now, now it makes it, more sense. It's because people were basically like appearing out of every nook and cranny ah. to come to his defense because there was literally at one point probably five or six white guys beating up on this black security guard. And so once people saw that, I mean, literally a guy jumped off of a boat and swam to the dock to try to help. So, um, it, it, I mean, it really speaks to a community coming together to protect their own. And um, I think it's it's good. It's Hopefully it sends a lesson that like it isn't, the past like people aren't going to just stand around and watch something like this happen and hopefully this is sets a precedent of like you need to be careful what you start because you may not be able to finish what you start and it may have an outcome that you do not want right right yeah and i think i think you you mentioned it but it's the guy was just doing his job yeah yeah i mean he's paid to make sure that i guess the dock keeps moving so boats can come in and out and He's just doing his job, and yeah, no one should have to be attacked for doing their job. I yeah. mean, my just goodness. A, a bunch of entitled assholes that thought that they could do whatever they want. And I'm sure they were drunk because, like, so mm-hmm. many people that are on boats are drinking, you know, all day. Yeah. And um, we're just entitled. And because of, you know, um, racism in America thought that they could bully someone and, and, uh, beat up on someone and uh the rest of the community said nope not on our watch yeah that's good i i saw a a video not similar but in the same um scope where i guess this guy had was driving and he ran through a crowd in new york city mm-hmm. and like he injured like 30 people but he got off on foot and then other new yorkers tackled and held him down for the police to get him so i saw that and i was like oh that's kind of cool because most days people are apathetic or they turn the other, you know, they look away. They don't want to get involved because, you know, that could just lead to more bad things happening. So it's, yeah, applaud those people who decided to step in and say not today. Yeah. I mean, because unfortunately too often we see people just with their cell phones filming stuff happen mm-hmm. as as bystanders and they don't step in to actually help. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely applaud them for for helping out and helping protect this this poor man that was just trying to do his job. That's all yeah. I was doing. You're absolutely right. I always see these videos, and you're wondering, put the phone down and go help the person out or something like that. You're not a yeah. a nature documentarian, you know, who letting nature take its course. Go help out your fellow person, yeah. or your yeah. So yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. Uh, so I. N- Needless to say, I've been watching these videos nonstop. <laughs> TikTok has had like, I mean, people are just coming up with hilarious, um, you know, comedic takes on what happened. And I'm all here for it. I could watch it 45, <laughs> 50, 55 times. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Outside of that, uh, I have been watching 
um, some good reality television, which I know you're not a big fan of, but there's one called Deep Fake Love, which is a Spanish show, uh, mm-hmm. dating show. Okay. And what they do is they pick like six couples, they separate them, put one half in one house, one half in the other, bring a bunch of singles, put the singles in both houses, mm-hmm. and and to see what happens if they're tempted by these other people. Uh-huh. But what happens is that they bring one half of the couple in and they show they play them scenes of their partner kissing, making out, being, you know, unscrupulous, you know, just doing crazy stuff. But <coughs> excuse me. The twist is that it's a deep fake video. They have technology to create fake scenes. And so the couple has to vote whether or not it's real or if it's fake. Oh, I see. And and at the end of the season, they whoever gets the most um, amount of answers correct wins like 200,000 euros. Wow. Okay. But they do such a great job. You cannot tell what is real and what's fake because the technology they use and they hire people that look just like the real person and then superimpose their face on it. And they they create situations. It's like it's fake. They make them make out. They're basically having sex with these people. And then they show it to the couple and say, okay, is this really your girlfriend or is this your boyfriend? Yes or no. Oh, man. That's. <laughs> that's 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 mean <laughs> but hey they 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 went into it willingly so they know what was going on so i guess in that regard it's fine yeah <laughs> yeah and i mean they're they're playing for you know a couple hundred thousand dollars mm-hmm. so <laughs> that's that's crazy that's yeah that's an interesting take on reality tv because it's it's AI is, you know, such a hot topic right now. And that's deep fake stuff is no joke. Um, I mean, it can lead to a lot of, I mean, I see a, a deep fake stuff as going both ways. People can say, oh, that's not really me. And like a criminal defense, you know, that's deep fake. Someone made that. That's not really me. Yeah. Or, you know, or, you know, it's, it is really me. And I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. It's, it's, they do such a great job. It's really funny um, because the people just, freak out and you know you know the truth as an audience okay you know what the people have really done but the person is just like no there's no way they could have done this but the sad part is that some of it is true and they don't know that their partner is being you know a creep oh man that's crazy <laughs> what's the name of it deep fake love yeah deep fake love okay we'll have to have to look check that out is it on what streaming service uh, i think it's on netflix Okay, I'll have to check that out. That's that's funny, man. I've been I've just been watching an older um show, actually a couple of shows I've been watching myself. One is older. Uh, it's Shit's Creek. I finally got around to watching it. Oh, it's so good. Such a it, great it show. Is really, really a modern classic. Yeah, it, it really is. I'm on season three now. It's just so great. I'm yeah. I I'm I'm glad that there's three more seasons to go, but I'm sad that it ending in three seasons already so um i was also watching the after party on apple tv which is a real another really great show i think we talked about that before i'm on season two now 
And they did an episode that a couple uh, weeks ago that really did a nice modern, not modern, but a really nice twist on like a Wes Anderson film. Yeah. So it was really well done. I I applaud the director for their choices on that. It was really, really great. It's it's called Hannah, the episode. So people out there, if you go watch it, it's really good. And the show itself is really good. And it's really interesting seeing the different, you know, retelling of the same story. So it's really cool. Yeah. Um, I did also finally watch, I did also finally watch Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Nice. Yes. Congratulations to me. I watched it <laughs> twice, maybe two and a half, maybe three times. I'm not going to tell you in the oh, past wow. couple days. <laughs> I, it, it just was that great. It really was. And not only because it, um, it wraps up, you know, that arc of the guardians of the galaxy but because it gives you deeper insight to each of the characters yeah. and i think that's what james good gun did a really good job of we we learn more about nebula we learn more about drax more about rocket of course um but of course they also introduced new characters and it just it just blew my mind of how well the story was um told it really did it really, really did. And I think um I know you didn't when you watched it, you gave us a review, you tried to keep any spoilers, yeah. but I don't know if you undersold it, but it was just that great to me. It really was. And it this is coming from me. I had to watch Guardians of the Galaxy Part One three times to catch it all because I fell asleep in the first couple of times. Sorry. Oh wow. I tried, I fell asleep the first two times I watched it, I think. So I finally saw it all in the third viewing. And to go from that to right now with part three, where I watch it three times in like a three days or a week or whatever, it just shows how much, how well, how invested I am with those characters. Yeah. And what did you, you obviously didn't think that it was too long, right? No, I didn't think it was too long. I thought it was the perfect amount. I think I could have even had it longer because it didn't feel long at all to me. I wanted to see more <laughs> of the story, what was going to happen. I yeah. wanted to learn more about, you know, the modifications that were done to those kids and everything else that the high evolutionary put them through. I wanted to know more about that. And um, I don't know, I guess I just thought uh, in my mind that some of the story was going to happen that didn't happen. I thought Rocket was going to be reunited with some of his friends from before, but of course, they were killed off, which which explained a lot about his character. It really did about why he didn't have any friends, really, why he didn't get attached to anyone, why right. he was. I saw someone post a theory about that's why he was so um, attracted to, you know, um, an eyeball, a leg, an arm, because it reminded him of his friends that he lost. It was just so I don't know. It was just so great. I, I'll probably watch it again soon. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get enough of that Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> and Groot, my goodness, Groot was a tank. He reminded me of, um, I don't know, just the way they they designed him in this. It reminded me, he reminded me almost like a Ninja Turtle in a way. Yeah. His character design, which I thought was cool because I'm a big turtle Ninja Turtle fan. So, um, but yeah, I thought it was really good, and I'm looking forward to it. So, kudos to you, James Gunn, for making me watch it a couple times. Yeah. So I'm curious, having now watched all three movies, you being a fan of this third one, you know, a, a lot, does it make you want to go and read any of the comics? Yes, actually it does. 
Good yeah. point. I, I next time I'm going to the comic book shop probably tomorrow. I'm going to be looking for some Guardians um, comic books because it did really um, make me want to read more of their stories. Yeah. So, which I think is really cool when the movies can do that mm-hmm. because there is a big right now, I guess, um, decline in readership amongst yeah. the big two publishers, and I think because people out there have so many options when it comes to comic books, whether it be TV shows, movies, or, you know, the comic books themselves, that maybe people are gravitating more towards what they can watch as opposed to what they can read. Mm-hmm. But because there is such a plethora of um, stories that I haven't delved into with Guardians, I plan on picking some up. Nice. Yeah, I, I was curious about that because, you know, obviously you be, you become a fan of, the characters from the movies and there's such a wealth of stories out there in the comic books that i mean you really can expand and learn more about those characters from the comic books that maybe you didn't get from the movies absolutely absolutely and i look forward to that and that if we were to have james gunn here on the show i would ask him especially as it pertains to his now being the head of dc does his envision does he envision i know they talked about the tv shows the animated films and the regular films all being connected so i was wondering could they expand that to the comic books as well and have some of the continuity flow from the comic books to the movies to the animated films because that'd be a nice twist you know you you want to see what happens next you go pick up the comic book and or vice versa you're reading a comic book what happens oh gotta go watch the film next yeah yeah, I I feel that they really could use the comic books to, in a different way than what they're doing. I don't know what what their thoughts are, why they haven't done that, but um, definitely would be a fan of that. Yeah, yeah. So James Gunn, if you're listening, <laughs> answer our question for us. Come on the show. We'll we'll have a nice little conversation. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Um, that's that's about it for me. Um, probably go watch Guardians again. I know the new Ninja Turtle movie is coming out pretty soon. I'll probably go watch that at home when it comes out. Yeah, I lie. I'm not going to go to the theater yet. (laughs) Maybe I will. I don't know. Yeah, I think it actually came out last Wednesday. Oh, see, it's already out. I didn't know. Yeah, it's already out. I have to go check it out. Okay, go see that and. uh, Meg two. Did you watch Meg one? Of course, I've seen Meg one. It's just such a stupid movie. I, I, it's like a, a popcorn movie. It's so dumb. Yeah, that I have to watch it. Yeah, it was fun. It was a popcorn movie is a good way of putting it. Um, yeah. yeah, I like Jason Statham, so why not? We'll go watch it. Yeah. yeah. Well, everyone, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for liking. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for subscribing. Be sure to follow us. We might have, um, I'm going to tease this a little bit. I picked up the trade paperback of Blue Beetle. Uh, might have something very special going on with this pretty soon, especially since the movie's coming out. The new ongoing series is coming out in September. So uh, look forward to some announcements on our social media. Follow us on threads, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, I think that's it. Um, and yeah, look for some announcements of some fun stuff we have planned. Thanks. Stay safe, everyone. Bye, everyone.